Dylan ain't gonna work for Maggie or her brother. Those electric guitar riffs may seem pretty innocuous to us today, and certainly Bob Dylan has cemented his reputation as an icon in the music world. But in 1965, he was known primarily as a folk musician and as someone who was carrying the folk tradition forward. His decision to perform on the electric guitar in the 1965 Newport Folk Festival was considered nothing less than, than blasphemous. Uh, there are boos and catcalls on the original recording, and it was like he had betrayed the folk tradition. Similar to these folk purists, classical composers were also a little skeptical of the electric guitar, and although there was no one moment in which the electric guitar burst onto the scene dramatically, like with Bob Dylan, I do believe that the electric guitar has come into its own, and composers have embraced it. Welcome to Relevant Tones. My name is Seth Bostead, and today we're going to look into uh, this instrument, the electric guitar, and see how composers have used it, how it's influencing contemporary composers. It first became evident that there was a need to amplify the guitar in the swing bands of the 1930s. You have a guy strumming away on an acoustic guitar on stage, but he's up against a horn section, and uh, you know he's, he's going to lose. <laughs> There's no way that he's going to be heard. So in the 30s, they put pickups on the guitar and uh, were able to amplify it, and it completely revolutionized the art form. Now all of a sudden, the guitarist can take solos, and he can participate in a meaningful way. One of the early guitarists to really take advantage of this was Charlie Christian in the Benny Goodman band. Let's have a quick listen. Thank you. 
That was Charlie Christian performing Solo Flight with the Benny Goodman Orchestra. It's pretty clear, I think, to hear there how this uh, newfangled amplification on the guitar has helped him to hold his own with these musicians. He's given the head of the tune, he can solo, he can trade back and forth with Benny Goodman. Uh, It's a terrific boon to swing music and to guitarists. With the rise of rock in the 40s, the electric guitar would be a terrific boon to them as well. In fact, the electric guitar would become cemented in the public's mind as a rock instrument. In 1971, when Bernstein wrote his great mass, he specifically conjured up the rock aesthetic by using electric guitar in his piece, Simple Song. Let's have a listen.
Alan Titus singing a simple song from Leonard Bernstein's Mass. That's an example of a composer using the electric guitar to conjure up a rock aesthetic. But the first classical composers to incorporate the electric guitar into their pieces, though, were simply interested in, in this new timbre. Uh, they include Karl Heinz Stockhausen, Donald Erb, Morton Feldman. And these are the same guys in the 50s and 60s who had been very influenced by the rise of electronic music, and they're constantly looking for new timbres, uh, new sound palettes that they can use in their pieces, and the electric guitar fit the bill. Stockhausen wrote a piece called Gruppen for orchestra that uh, does not feature the electric guitar prominently, but does list it among its instruments. That's one of the earliest pieces by a classical composer using the electric guitar. We have two pieces I'd like to listen to, though. Donald Erb's Trio for Violin, Electric Guitar, and Cello, and Morton Feldman's Straits of Magellan for Flute, Horn, Trumpet, Electric Guitar, Harp, Piano, and Bass. Here's just a quick sample of each of those pieces. Thank you. 
Two pieces from the 1960s incorporating electric guitar by composers Donald Erb and Morton Feldman. Those pieces to me sound very much like products of their time, music from the 50s and 60s, with that kind of pointillistic, expressionistic style of writing. I want to move now to another composer, George Crumb, who was certainly interested in expanding the sonic possibilities for his tonal palette. Crumb is always looking for new sounds and timbres to incorporate in his music, and I think he would have been drawn to the electric guitar anyway. But when he's setting poetry by Spanish poet Federico Garcia Lorca, in which the guitar is a very prominent image, then uh, certainly the electric guitar is a wonderful choice. I want to read the description from Crumb's website about his piece La Guitarra from Songs, Drones, and Refrains of Death, because I think it's a great description. Crumb says, Garcia Lorca's poetry, with its fantastically rich expression and evocative power, provides an admirable vehicle for musical recreation. The opening lines of the poem contain one of Lorca's oft-recurrent images, the guitar as the primitive voice of the world's darkness and evil. Lorca writes, The lament of the guitar begins. The wine cups of daybreak are broken. The lament of the guitar begins. It is useless to hush it. It is impossible to hush it.
The electric guitar representing death and including cadenzas in a quasi-flamenco style uh, for the more surreal side, as Crum puts it. We had there George Crum's La Guitarra from his songs, drones, and refrains of death. Performed for us there by Joel Tome conductor, Lawrence Weller baritone, and the Philadelphia Composers Forum in that wonderful performance. I'm going to go now to a composer, Elliot Sharp, who wrote a piece called Vicious Cycle for electric guitar, electric bass, and percussion. This is an interesting piece. You can hear that uh, the guitar and the bass are both playing these these repeated patterns that uh, interlock together to form a, a pretty thick texture most of the time. In fact, it's surprising that it's only two instruments. And the percussion just provides occasional cymbal splashes. Let's have a listen. Vicious Cycle by Elliot Sharp.
a veritable melting pot of influences in that piece. Uh, there, there's minimalism. There's, uh, there's there's obviously rock influence there. Uh, there's there's a, it sounds to me like even even certain kinds of indigenous music um, where the music is very circular. It's not like Western music that develops and has an A section and a B section. The piece is essentially just an extended riff on about four bars of of material. It's Vicious Cycle by Elliot Sharp, uh, a piece that, that I, I like quite a bit and hope that you enjoy it as well. You're listening to Relevant Tones here on WFMT, a show featuring contemporary composers. I'm Seth Bosted, and today we're listening to music for the electric guitar. If you like what you hear, I hope you'll come to our website at relevanttones.com. We're going to turn now to Steve Reich, uh, who wrote a piece called Electric Counterpoint for guitarist Pat Metheny. This is a uh, one in a series of pieces that Reich wrote for a soloist uh, to play against pre-recorded taped versions of, of himself playing. In this particular instance, Pat Metheny is the guitarist, and he is playing against uh, pre-recordings of, of himself 11 times. So the live track that he lays down on top is the 12th track. Let's have a listen to the third movement. Thank you. 
That was guitarist Pat Metheny playing over 11 pre-recorded tracks of himself playing Electric Counterpoint by Steve Reich. And again, I think it was a very natural choice for Reich to embrace the electric guitar as he was so uh, influenced by, by Brian Eno, Robert Fripp, and a lot of people um, in, in that vein in the rock world. For composer Steve Mackey, who we're going to listen to next, the decision to use electric guitar was, was a little bit more difficult. Um, I had the fortune to hear him speak at the Harris Theater here in Chicago a couple of years ago. And um, he, he said that he had grown up playing electric guitar in rock bands in California. And he really kind of thought in his mind that, that rock belonged over here in one place, very much compartmentalized. And he's going to school and studying classical music to be a composer. And, you know, those sounds are a whole different thing. And it, it was very much a process before he said, wait, I, I am an electric guitarist. <laughs> I do have a rock background. I can write classical music incorporating the electric guitar. I think it's a very interesting process. And uh, I have a wonderful CD called Banana Dump Truck. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to play a piece from it called San Francisco that um, features Steve Mackey himself on the guitar and also a wonderful cellist, Fred Sherry, on cello. Let's have a listen to San Francisco by composer Steve Mackey.
San Francisco by Stephen Mackey. That was performed by Stephen Mackey himself on the electric guitar alongside Fred Sherry on cello. Well, at the beginning of the program, I was talking about um, composers in the 50s and 60s and how the electric guitar was uh, very much a new sound for them, an expansion of, of their sound world. Um, so there's really nothing to do with rock or jazz and um, they're going in a completely different direction. And then in 1971, we've got Leonard Bernstein, and he is conjuring up the rock aesthetic, but he's almost putting quotation marks around it. Um, it's, it's very clear that, that he's alluding to, to this rock idiom, not so much influenced by it. Um, but when we get up to today's composers, they don't ever know a time when the electric guitar didn't exist. <laughs> They've always heard the electric guitar in, in their music, and so it's quite natural that they would be incorporating it into their compositions. And not only is it acceptable, it's, it's actually quite cool. <laughs> it's very much something that composers are doing. I want to listen to British composer Mark Anthony Turnage, his piece Blood on the Floor, which is a, a concerto of sorts for the electric guitar and um, has very clear jazz influences. In fact, the recording we're going to listen to features jazz great John Schofield on the electric guitar. Let's listen to the third movement, Shout.
That was jazz great John Schofield on the electric guitar playing Mark Anthony Turnage's Blood on the Floor with the Ensemble Modern, Peter Rundle conducting. The last thing I want to play today is a piece called Scaffold by guitarist and composer Daniel Lipple. This is scored for three electric guitars with sound effects.
Scaffold by guitarist and composer Daniel Lipple for three electric guitars with sound effects. We listen to a lot of different music featuring the electric guitar, but I hope you'll agree with me that it's clear the electric guitar has come into its own and uh, is, is another tool in the, uh, in the composer's toolbox. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McQuarters at WFMT. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook or visit our website at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management, Carol Joins and Abby O'Neill, an anonymous donor, and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm your host, Seth Bostead, and thank you very much for listening.